0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: The transformation and just being along on the ride to see the goodness of God in other people's lives. Just from me being obedient, and saying yes, God, I'll give you my talents, and just putting it in His hands and seeing what He does has just been such an amazing thing. You know, like I wouldn't trade it. It's it's an honor. And I'm just grateful that God even allowed me to do it, you know.
2: When award-winning hip-hop artist Brinson Wright was just four years old, he was given a cassette tape containing the song Bible Break by Stephen O'Wiley, and a seat was planted. Now, that seed has grown into something absolutely amazing. Since then, he has gone on to become the founder of God Chasers Entertainment, and with that has been able to facilitate more than 20 Christ-centered hip-hop albums. Connections. He's going to talk about that journey. He'll also share a little bit about God Chasers and his latest album, Before He Cracks the Sky. Brinson Wright is our guest today. He's an award-winning Christian hip-hop artist from Jacksonville, Florida. He's dedicated his ministry to serving families and hip-hop fans through his music and unashamed love for God. So where did this passion for hip-hop music come from? What was your childhood upbringing like? wow well
1: i grew up born and raised jacksonville florida um childhood grew up in church Um, uh, but my oldest brother he would have he had one of those old boom boxes from back in the day and uh like he is maybe like 19 years older than me so he would just play all of his hip-hop records when i was like three and four so i would hear all of the old school hip-hop he would get mixtapes and and everything and even though we couldn't listen to it on sunday because you know it was the lord's day or uh he couldn't play it loud because my mom didn't you know allow it but he would still play it and i still would hear it so um just developing a a love for hip-hop through my older oldest brother and um you know, then I got a got a hold of a a Christian rap song called Bible Break from this guy named Stephen Wiley when I was like four. And uh, I memorized the entire song and the song was like five minutes. So my my mom was like over all of the like youth activities at the church and she would put on like the Christmas and the Easter plays. So she would just throw me up there randomly (laughs) and say, hey, go rap that song. And (laughs) And people would be amazed this little four year old was rapping this like five minute song and then get people got wind of it. And next thing I know, I'm at my grandma's church doing it and other churches. And then that's, you know, I was on a, a mini tour rapping somebody else else's song, you know, and uh, I never stopped uh, listening to uh, hip hop, you know, all of it. You know, I've, I've been a huge consumer of it. So my knowledge of hip hop is pretty vast, you know. And um so in high school I was a part of a, you know, rap group, rap just like regular rappers, they say the same thing. In high school we were in the lunchroom rapping. <laughs> all all of it is true. And um and then uh went to college uh in Nashville, Tennessee at a place called Belmont University to study music business. And I, then I was just cultivating uh, my knowledge for the music business as well as, you know, recording and, and touring and stuff like that. So I've always been involved in the music business, you know?
0: And a lot of people, you mentioned Stephen Wiley's Bible Break. Like, a lot of people consider that really the first ever Christian rap song. I think that came out, you're young, so that probably came out before you were even born, didn't it?
1: it that's an 80s eighties 80s track. Here's the weird yeah. <laughs> He he is the first Christian rapper with a with who had obtained a national deal, and yeah. I actually met him for the first time this past November uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And you know, I got to sit in his office, seeing all his plaques and stuff nice. like that. But he he said it was one guy who preceded him, but he was the guy with the national deal.
0: Okay, nice. So mm-hmm. when you were growing up and stuff, like you know, classic rap artists like J C and the Boys and stuff like that. Then
1: classic, classic like Fat Boys, Run DMC, LL Cool Mantronics. Now that's deep hip hop knowledge right there. Um, <laughs> all the mixtape DJs, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Caz. Yeah. Like my brother had everything. He had every, Ice Cube, N.W.A., um, West Side Connection, everything. He was ghetto boys. He I had I heard it all. I heard it all.
3: How did you take that hip-hop music and make it Christian
1: hip-hop music? So when I was in high school, I wasn't doing Christian rap when I was like 13, 14. I was like a heavy consumer of... Uh, you know, a lot of the cash money, no limit, Wu-Tang people. But when I turned 15, I gave my life to Christ. So then I kind of, I kind of knew what music motivated me to do when I wasn't rapping for the Lord. It motivated me to actually fight and be violent and and stuff like that. And and then I was like, man, this is, this is not the way Mandalorian. So you got to, switch it up. And um, so I started doing rap. I started rapping for Christ just just out of my love for God and just trying to tell people, you know, about the, the glorious gospel and, you know, what God's rescue plan was. And then I slipped back into secular music in college. But um, when I got out of college, I just, I felt like it was time to just give everything over to Christ. So I was like, I just jumped into a ministry. Um, I stopped rapping for a season. I stopped watching movies, reading comic books, everything, and just dedicated all my time to getting to know the Lord and reading the Bible and praying. And and then um, next thing you know, I got ordained as a a minister. And then I started doing prison ministry and outreach and youth ministry. And then all this cultivating, I felt like the Lord was like, "Okay, pick this up and do it for me now so all of this knowledge that i got from doing ministry i just bridged it with my love for hip-hop and and i know that hip-hop is a motivating music so i just like well maybe i just need to motivate people to chase god and that's how the the label god Chasers came about
3: now i want to talk about god chasers a little bit more but there's one song that you do have where you say, if it ain't about souls, don't rap no more. <laughs> and that's exactly what you were just saying there. You went from that secular music into this Christian hip hop music. Tell us a little bit about that song.
1: So that's probably one of my biggest songs. It's, it's an older song, but it really got worldwide recognition. And um, it, w- it got played on all sorts of uh, TV outlets and, um, one cool story is uh, Flo Rider heard the song and he got in contact with a pastor that I knew in Miami and had the pastor to call me so he could talk to me. He was like, man, I played that song in my studio for like my whole camp at least 20 times on repeat and it really touched me. And it was a season that Flowrider had stopped doing secular rap and was trying to follow after the Lord and after he heard that song, which was pretty crazy right and um that song it really came out of my frustration because i think people just wanted to go after everything and i'm like the main key is what happens after we die like it's about souls like if you if you look at the tv and and listen to the radio and and all these playlists it's like a battle for the 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 morality and the in the souls of of man like you're either going to go in one direction or another and we got to choose and us being uh people who do Christian rap and people who are Christians we have to love people enough to to say hey somebody got to sound the alarm here's a warning flag souls are at stake with what we're doing with our our talents and our content so that that's where that song stemmed from
0: when you made that decision to give up, like, the dream of secular music, was that hard for you? Because, I mean, that dream comes with, like, fame and money and popularity, right? So was that a hard dream to put on the on the side? And did it feel like you were giving up kind of, like, your whole life? Or were you excited to give it up? And did you kind of sense that God had a plan in it all?
1: Um, It, it was both of what you said, but the other side of the fame that they don't glorify they don't they don't talk about the drug addiction they don't talk about the trail of blood that's from broken relationships from people being promiscuous they don't talk about the 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 rehabs and the overdoses and and the things that you get caught up in living that type of lifestyle and making those sorts of unhealthy decisions that for your relationship and for your 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 spirit and your mindset because it it takes so much for people to come out of that lifestyle and they're hooked in it i just lost a friend who i grew up with for from um overdose on drugs and and he knew the word but he got caught up in that lifestyle and on the other side of that i was excited because i knew i was gaining more life i was gaining the the goodness the thing that people don't talk about when they when with church and, you know, giving their life to God that you get a peace that you never had before you, you sleep better at night. I, I kid around with some of my friends. I'm like, you know, grape soda tastes more grapey. If that's even a word, once you cross over and give your life to God, like your life explodes in, in the senses of, you know, the goodness of, of flowing with God is just unbelievable, and then you get a chance to b- bring people over to this lifestyle that's that's healthier, that's cleaner, that's full of forgiveness, that's full of grace, that's full of you. You you realize that you're getting something you don't deserve every day. So it was an exciting crossover.
0: We're gonna make a new slang term together now. It's uh, grapey, and that means. <laughs> that guy is following Jesus with all his heart. Yo, that guy is grapey. I love him. He's <laughs> grapey. Okay. <laughs> what, what's it been like for you to, to follow Christ and to see people coming to know him through your music and not only your own music but through God Chasers?
1: It's probably the, the greatest part of my life one part of one you know the greatest part of my life has been able to dedicate my 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 life and my work and my career to the lord and you know so and just to witness god open doors cuz i don't have a big label behind me you know i'm i'm an independent artist i've been independent since 2006 and God has opened so many doors for me. I've been all around the world rapping in Germany, the Czech Republic. Haven't been to Canada yet, hoping to get there. Uh, mm-hmm. Japan, the islands, like um, I've been rapping for them in Alaska, like the top of Alaska, Barrow, Alaska, where I'm I'm rapping a mile from the Arctic Ocean, like places that I never knew that I could go in in meeting people that I've never been able to meet and getting letters and and emails of people saying I almost committed suicide but I heard your song and then I gave my life to Christ and it's the transformation and just being along on the ride to see the goodness of God in other people's lives just from me being obedient and saying yes God I'll give you my talents and just putting it in his hands and seeing what he does has just been such an amazing thing you know like I wouldn't trade it it's it's an honor and I'm just grateful that God even allowed me to do it you know cuz I I'm not the best like mm-hmm. I sit up here and, sit and say I'm not the best but I'm pretty good
2: <laughs>
1: and I You're- know it's God's faithfulness in me that's just you know elevated you know
3: yeah uh you've got a new album that uh, you just released before he cracks the sky tell us about this album
1: wow so i'm a huge movie buff right so i love star wars so this is like i made a trilogy so i the first was called reversing tomorrow the second one is throw the crown and my return of the jedi is before he cracks the sky and it's a real different album for me because one is my 11th album because i release an album once once a year and um this one I I'm able to tell stories. I haven't been much of a storyteller, but on this one I have um, a few part one and part two stories, and it's uh it's talking about end times and and, and other uh relevant topics. I don't want to spoil it because I want people to, to hear other relevant topics that you know we, we go through as as followers of Christ and and it's some banging hits on there, but you can only get it this album right now on my site godchases.com and on uh brinson.bandcamp.com so it's only two places that you can get it but it's i'm i'm so excited about it and the, i've been getting a lot of reaction videos online for it and they've all been amazing um so i'm super proud of this project and i've just i just been praying that it blesses the people who um listen to it
3: you, speaking of videos, you also had a documentary that won a ton of awards, and I've only had the chance to see the trailer, and just that trailer was impactful. Tell us about that.
1: It's it's called God Chasers the Documentary, and this is my first film. You know, I didn't know anything that I was doing, but I was just like, well, I'm going to be faithful, and I guess when you make a documentary, you just submit it film festivals, and I submitted it to over, but maybe 120, and we, so far, we've gathered 50 awards so far. And, and this is global with um, a lot in America, but some in Korea, Japan, um, the UK. I, I think we won one in Ireland and uh, a couple of other places uh, in South America. But I've been sending it everywhere. And I, I had a few private, two private screenings, um, one in town and one uh, at a film festival, and it's really been impactful. I, I wanted to sit in and just to hear people laugh, to hear people cry, and to hear people afterwards saying, man, it was this one lady said, I I wanted to rededicate my life to Christ after watching this, because it's really a film. Um, it's not, it's not about us as a label. It's just about what God has done through us and His faithfulness. So it's, an, it's a, a really dear uh, film, and I'm in talks right now with two distributors. So prayerfully, by the end of the year or the beginning of the next year, it'll be on you know Netflix and Tubi and some other uh, streaming services. So uh, you know, praying for that.
3: How amazing is it to see people come to God with just something as simple as music and hip hop music? See,
1: that's the interesting thing about it. It's a scripture that says uh, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. And he just used this vehicle that people are super unexpected to be like, you know, when people hear Christian right, they think, oh, this is just it's going to be trash." and then when they hear them like oh this is actually good because we have to be way more creative than our secular counterparts because they only talk about six subjects we got six books and have to be doper than them in lyrics <laughs> concepts and just to see God bring people over from this vehicle is is such an amazing thing and it catch people off guard you know so it's it's, it's fun to see
0: What do you say to people that maybe have a dream, um, but they – I don't know. Maybe they've been frustrated in trying to pursue that dream to use it in the kingdom. Uh, Maybe they feel like God's kind of forgotten about them. What do you say as somebody that's been there, done that, and continues?
1: Um, I'll say a few things. One, put the gift in his hand and trust him with it because when when we get frustrated as humans – it's because we're we're going to do it in our own power. Like we're going to rely on our uh, knowledge, our contacts, our resources and our money. But when you put it in God's hands and do the natural and believe God for the supernatural, that's when doors start opening when we we trust God. But when we get frustrated, we putting the our burden on us and it's like you got to realize this gift is not even yours. It's God gave it to you, so give it back to Him and just be faithful. And something else that I would say is, be a giver. Be somebody who you see somebody else with a, a business and a dream, so into it. If they got, if they're author, buy their book. You don't have to read it, but if it's for the kingdom, support it. You see, it? I I remember when I first started uh, Christian rapping, and and there was this site called CD Baby. I think it's still up, and they had a ton of Christian rap albums, Some, a lot of them good, some of them was okay, but I just bought them all. I'm like, I I think if I purchase it, it'll encourage them to say, hey, somebody in the world just bought my my music, Mm -hmm. and that'll give them fuel in their faith tank to keep going. So be a sower, be a giver, be an encourager, And, and my new motto is, Open up doors for other people so God can open up doors for me. So if you have a, a platform, just like you guys are doing, you guys are sowing into me and, and exposing me to your platform. So in turn, I believe that God is going to do more for you guys. And that's that's how I move. And I think when we put it in God's hands, rely on him, let him do be our promoter, our booking agent. In, in our uh, commander and, and being led by the Holy Spirit, and then you sow into other people, you can't lose. You cannot lose.
3: You definitely cannot. Okay, I grew up in the inner city. I listened to hip-hop music and rap music, soul music. I loved it growing up. What about our listeners out there that are going to go, ah oh, I'm still hesitant to try this out, and especially Christian hip-hop. What would you say to those people?
1: I'll say it's, it's safer it, because... One thing we got to know like our natural selves love negativity but it's not healthy for our spirit and our soul and our in our mental health you know um and if you have kids it's safer for your kids you know you don't want your kids to you know uh doing all the uh profanity And, you know, you don't want these rappers teaching your kids how to treat women and how to treat men. And you want them to still contain some of that innocence that you want them to have to be kids. You know, a lot of a lot of the culture now is like grow up too fast, but let kids be kids, you know. And and for the grownups, sometimes you got to try new things, because if you've had bad relationships, Over and over and over again, let's start pinpointing it to things that you listen to, your intake. What are you what are you rehearsing in your mind and in your heart? If you're like, I don't give a blank, but you should give a blank. Maybe you should stop listening to things that promote I don't give a blank, you know? So it's it's safer, and I think uh in our core, we want to please God anyway. You know, a lot of people like I'm Christian but I'm not a practicing Christian like that, but I know I should do better. Well, maybe this is the first step for you listening to something that'll uh, help you in your walk with God and your walk in, you know, trying to be a better version of yourself because what you what you take in matters.
0: Uh, tell us one more time the name of the album and where we can find, uh, get our hands on the album, listen to more of your music and stay up to date with what's going on with you.
1: Ah oh, man, any any way you want to support me, you can go to GodChases.com. And it's spelled funky is G-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R-Z. Never forget the Z at the end, GodChases.com. And you can buy my project uh before it cracks the sky. And if you buy it on the my website, I'm gonna send you some extra goodies if you hear it on this uh podcast and this radio show. I'm going to do some extra goodies. I do international shipping. And um, all my other albums are on iTunes and Spotify and every other digital platform. This new one is just not there yet because I want to give people tangible. I want to give the tangibles. Like I want to write you guys thank you letters and, and things. So I want to be that artist that you know when you support my music that I care about the people who support me. And follow me on Instagram at God Chasers and on Twitter at I am Brinson. And that's where you find me. And you got Thank a really
0: you. great store up at Godchasers.com. dot com. It's with a Z, fellow Canadians, not a Z, a Z. Zed. <laughs> 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 uh, and I'm going to check out one of those mugs there. You got some great looking merch there. So we'll check what? that out. You should add your uh, add a T-shirt that says stay grapey. OK.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so for, for the so let me say this the the site has two places. So you can get merch where and there is another uh category where you can get the music. So those are separate categories and the merch is good and I have our movie poster to the documentary is there and also um t-shirts to support the documentary is there and um I you know uh you you will enjoy it. And thank you guys for watching the trailer. That means a lot.
3: Definitely. Thank you so much for making time for us. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you guys.
2: And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.